This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. I am going to read the Christmas story. And I may, I don't know, the Lord gets a hold of me. And so we may get a little extra along with it. But, um, and, and it's, it's not just the short little snippet. It's the whole Christmas story. So I'm going to start in, in Luke chapter 1 and verse 5. You can read along with me. This is the New King James I'm reading out of. Um, I, but I'll be going back and forth between Luke and Matthew, Luke and Matthew, Luke and Matthew. Um, because, you know, there's, there's more to it than just the shepherds coming to see the baby in the manger. There's more to it than the angels singing, although that's wonderful and that's all part of it. But there's more to it than that. And I love to read the whole story. So we're starting in Luke chapter 1 and verse 5. There was in the days of Herod, the king of Judah, a certain priest named Zechariah of the division of Abijah. His wife was the daughter of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. And they, both, and they were both righteous before God, walking in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord blameless. Wow. To have that said about you. Before Jesus came, walking before the Lord blameless. Praise God. But they had no child, because Elizabeth was barren, and they were both well advanced in years. So it was that while he was serving as priest before God in the order of his division, according to the custom of the priesthood, his lot fell to burn incense when he went into the temple of the Lord. And the whole multitude of the people was praying outside at the hour of incense. Then an angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing on the right side of the altar of incense. And when Zechariah saw him, he was troubled and fell upon him. I probably would be too. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah, for your prayer is heard, and your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you shall call his name John, and you will have joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth. For he will be great in the sight of the Lord and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink. He will also be filled with the Holy Spirit, even from his mother's womb. Praise God. And he will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord, their God. He will also go before him in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just, to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. And Zechariah said to the angel, How shall I know this? For I am an old man, and my wife is well advanced in years. I think Zechariah should have known it, because he was a priest. He should have known the word of God. And the angel answered and said unto him, I am Gabriel, who stands in the presence of God and was sent to speak to you and bring you these glad tidings. But behold, 
You will be mute and not able to speak until the day these things take place. Because you did not believe my words, which will be fulfilled in their own time. Sometimes I think when God speaks to us, he needs to mute our mouths. Too many times our words get in the way of what God wants done. But the angel said, you're not going to stop this with your unbelief. I'm going to shut your mouth. (laughs) And the people waited for Zechariah and marveled that he lingered so long in the temple. But when he came out, he could not speak to them. And they perceived that he had seen a vision in the temple, for he beckoned to them and remained speechless. So it was as soon as the days of his service were completed that he departed to his own house. Now after those days, his wife Elizabeth conceived, and she hid herself five months, saying, Thus the Lord has dealt with me in the days when he looked on me to take away my reproach among the people. Now in the sixth month, that's Elizabeth's sixth month of her carrying the baby, Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favored one, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. I can't imagine a little 14, 15, 16-year-old hearing the words of this angel saying to her. But when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and considered what manner of greeting this was. You can tell she was a very virtuous young girl. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father, David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom, there will be no end. Then Mary said to the angel, how can this be since I do not know a man? And the angel answered her and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore also that that Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. Now indeed, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is now the sixth month for her, who was called barren, for nothing For with God, nothing will be impossible. You hear the difference in the response of the angel to her than to Zechariah? Zechariah had been schooled in the word of God, and he did not believe. Here's this young virgin who hadn't been schooled like Zechariah had been schooled. She just asked a question, but she had a pure heart. Because the angel didn't tell her she didn't believe, did he? He didn't answer her the same way Gabriel answered Zechariah. He told her exactly what would happen. And after he said, for with God, nothing will be impossible. I love what Mary said. And you know, the heart, thought she had a believing heart by what she said. 
You can tell she responded to him with faith, with belief in what the living God had told her. Behold the maidservant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. I don't want to preach about this, but Mary is astounding to me because she knew what she was going to face. Being pregnant without being married. She knew she could be stoned. She knew what was facing her, yet she believed and accepted this that God had appointed to her. Oh, God looked down in eternity and he found the right one. He found the right one. I don't know about you, but I want to be the right one. When God speaks to me, I want to say, let it be unto me as you have said. Let me be obedient. Hallelujah. Now Mary arose in those days and went into the hill country with haste. I bet she did. (laughs) To a city of Judah and entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. And it happened when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary that the babe leapt in her womb and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit and so was John. Then she spoke out with a loud voice, you among women and blessed is the fruit of your womb. By this, by, but why is this granted to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me for indeed a son? As soon as the voice of your greeting sounded in my ears, the babe leapt in my womb for joy. Blessed is she who believed for there will be a fulfillment of those things which were told her from the Lord. Hallelujah. Just a plug. If you're believing for some things God's told you, you need to circle that and claim it for yourself. The, son, the song of Mary. And Mary said, my soul magnifies the Lord and my spirit has rejoiced in God, my savior. For he has regarded the lowly state of his maidservant. For behold, henceforth, all generations will call me blessed. Well, she's prophesying, isn't she? Right into the future. For he who is mighty has done great things for me. And holy is his name. And his mercy is on those who fear him from generation to generation. His, he has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud into the imagination of their hearts. He has put down the mighty from their thrones and exalted the lowly. And has filled the hungry with good things. And the rich he has sent away empty and he has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham and to his seed forever. Hey, his seed forever. We're that seed. Hallelujah. Glory. And Mary remained with her about three months and returned to her house. Now Elizabeth's time, full, Elizabeth's full time came for her to be delivered And she brought forth a son. When her neighbors and relatives heard how the Lord had shown great mercy to her, they rejoiced with her. So it was on the eighth day that they came to circumcise the child. And they would have called him by the name of his father, Zechariah. His mother answered and said, No, he shall be called John. But they said to her, There was no one among your relatives who was called by this name. So they made signs to his father that he would give that he, what he would call, have him called. And he asked for a writing tablet and wrote saying, 
His name is John. He believed. (laughs) So they all marveled, and immediately his mouth was opened and his tongue loosed, and he spoke, praising God. Then fear came on all who dwelt around them, and all these sayings were discussed throughout all the hill country of Judea. And all those who heard them kept them, kept them in their hearts, saying, What kind of child would this be? And the hand of the Lord was with him. Now his father Zechariah was filled with the Holy Spirit and prophesied, saying, Blessed is the Lord God of Israel. He has visited and redeemed his people and has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David. As he spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets, who have been since the world began, that we should, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant and to the oath which he swore to our father Abraham to grant us that we being delivered from the hand of our enemies might serve him without fear and holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And you, child, will be called the prophet of the highest, for you will go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge and salvation to his people. By the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, which the day spring from on high has visited us, to give light to those who sit in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. So the child grew and became strong in spirit and was in the deserts till the day of his manifestation of Israel. You know, you can't tell the story of Jesus without telling the story of John. They go hand in hand. Now I want to go to Matthew chapter 1 and verse 18 through 25. Now the birth of Jesus was as follows. After his mother, Mary, was betrothed to Jesus. Before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not wanting to make her a public example, was minded to put her away secretly. God had to look down and not just find the right woman, but he had to find the right man to be Joseph's earthly father. He needed the right woman and the right man. Hallelujah. But while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take to you Mary, your wife, For that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. And she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. So all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Behold, the virgin virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel which is translated, God with us. Then Joseph, being aroused from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord commanded him and took to him his wife and did not know her till she had brought forth her firstborn son and he called his name Jesus. Now, can you not see that this was the right man? I mean, he woke right up out of that dream 
and did exactly what the Lord told him to do. Exactly. I love Joseph. He, God had looked down through eternity and found the right man to father, to be uh, the earthly father and train and raise Jesus. Hallelujah. Now I'm going to go back to um, Luke chapter 2, verse 1. And it came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This census first took place while Quirinius was governing Syria. So all went to be registered, everyone to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee. Excuse me. Out of the city of Nazareth into Judea to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. So it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flocks by night. Don't you love how the angels came to? Maybe they were like the scum of the earth, you know. They weren't thought well of. Shepherds were not liked much. People didn't want to be around shepherds. They stunk because they smelled like the sheep. They'd been out in the, in the field everywhere. Thank you, Kim. But Jesus visited them. I mean, uh, the angel visited them because he was a shepherd. He was going to be a shepherd. Hallelujah. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and glory and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. So it was when the angel had gone away from them into heaven, that the shepherds came. Shepherds said to one another, Let us now go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. Now when they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told them concerning this child. These were the first uh, messengers. These were the first witnesses to go out into the community and say what had happened. And all those who heard it marveled at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it would told them. And when eight days were completed for the circumcision of the child, his name was called Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. Now when the days of her purification according to the law of Moses were completed, they brought him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, as it is written in the law of the Lord, 
Every male who opens the womb shall be called holy to the Lord and to offer a sacrifice according to what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. And behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. And this man was just and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. And it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. So he came by the Spirit into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him according to the custom of the law, he took him up in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, now you are letting your servant depart in peace. According to your word, for my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared before all the face of, of the peoples, a light to bring revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. And Joseph and his mother, mother marveled at these things which were spoken of him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary his mother, Behold, this child is destined for the fall and the rising of many in Israel, and for a sign which will be spoken against, yes, a sword will pierce through your own soul also, that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. Now there was one Anna, a prophetess, the daughter of Phanel, of the tribe of Asher. She was of great age and had lived with a husband seven years um, from her virginity. And this woman was a widow of about 84 years <clears throat> who did not depart from the temple, but served God with fastings and prayers night and day. And coming in that instance, she gave thanks to the Lord and spoke of him to all who looked for redemption in Jerusalem. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now from Matthew chapter two, and I'm just about finished. Um, now, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men came from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. So they said to him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet, But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judea, are not the least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod, when he had secretly called the wise men, determined from them what time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the young child. And when you have found him, bring back word to me that I may come and worship him also. When they heard the king, <clears throat> they departed. And behold, the star, which they had seen in the east, went before them till it came and stood over where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. And when they had come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And they had opened their treasures. They presented him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Then, they divinely, then being divinely warned in a dream that they should not uh, return to Herod, they departed in, for their own country. Hallelujah. 
And we know later on another place it says, and the child grew in stature and in favor with man and with God. Hallelujah. Let's bless the reading of the story of Jesus. Father, we thank you so much for this wonderful story that gives us hope. Oh, you are the gift of hope. You are the gift of joy. You are the gift of love, Father. And we unwrap that gift this morning. We unwrap the gift of love, the gift of joy, the gift of hope, the gift of salvation, the gift of redemption that you provided with this, your son. Thank you for sending him to us, for us, saving us from ourselves, redeeming us by the blood of the lamb. Hallelujah. The broken body, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that we are now the redeemed of the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, God, for this wonderful gift and what this time represents. The blessed love of God that came down to earth so that we could have life and have life more abundant. We thank you for it, Father God, and we give you praise and glory for it's in your name we pray. Amen. And I just want to, um, before we, we're going to serve communion here in a little bit. But, you know, if there's anyone that's in this house this morning that has never asked for this gift of Jesus, if you've never asked him to come into your heart, if you've never asked him to forgive him, forgive you of your sins, what better time to do it than right now? the eve of the birth of this gift 2,000 years ago. And if you're watching online, we want to invite you to do this. If you've never asked Jesus to be your Lord, if you've never asked the Son of God to forgive you of your sins, oh, take this opportunity and your life will be changed, hallelujah, from this moment on when you make this your decision. So we're going to say a prayer for that. I I just feel like the Lord wanted me to give that opportunity after we read this wonderful story of the love of God that came down to save us. Let's take this opportunity now. If you never asked him to, uh, in your life, to be your Lord and your Savior, to redeem you and save you from your sins, whether you're online, watching online, or you're uh, in it with us in the house, let's do this. Thank you, Jesus. Father, Father God. We ask you, Lord, that we believe that you are the Son of God. We believe this word that we've just read. It's pricked our hearts, and you're pulling us by this love that you bestowed on us. Thank you, Father, for this love. Now, if you've never asked him to be your Savior, repeat this after me. Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God. I believe that you came from heaven You were born by the Virgin Mary, and you lived and died to save me. I ask you to forgive me of my sins. I receive you into my heart. I make you the Lord of my life. And I believe that you are risen, and you are seated at the right hand of God. I thank you for salvation. I thank you for hope. I thank you for joy.
I thank you for love. I thank you for being my Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, we believe that you got saved. We believe that you have now been joined into the family of God. You're a part of the family. Hallelujah. You have been redeemed. And if you are out out there on media watching online, we want to hear from you. There's a a website that you can go to, mypassion.church. Click on the Alexander City Campus, and there's prompts there that can let you email us. You can text us. You can call. There's a phone number there. Write us. If you're in the area, come by and see us. We've got some information we want to give to you that will welcome you further into this family and help you make the next steps. And then if you live in this area, come and join yourself to this body of believers. You need to be joined to a a body of believers that we can come alongside you and help you in this walk. And if you're in the house and this is the first time you've prayed this prayer, after we have communion, we're going to have altar workers up here. We want you to come and tell them what has happened in your life. We want to give you this information as well. And we want to pray with you and welcome you into the family. Hallelujah. So we want to bless everyone out on social media. We thank you for joining with us. We wish you a merry, merry Christmas and a blessed and prosperous new year. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.